Today's episode of Shmi is sponsored by Anchor. Anchor.fm to be more specific. If you guys have not heard about Anchor, let me explain. First of all, it is the easiest way to make a podcast and it is free. F-R-E-E free. Prior to me moving the home base of Shmi to Anchor, I was paying more than $20 a month for a different service to send out the podcast to you guys and I was not seeing anything in return. I was literally being robbed. So with Anchor, unlike myself, who has thousands of dollars in equipment to record the podcast, you don't need any of that. All you need is a phone or a computer because there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit. Edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more places. And you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. The other services I was using were expecting 10,000 people to listen to an episode for me to get like three bucks. That is not the case with Anchor. You could have just your mom listen to your podcast and you can make some money if she listens a lot over and over again. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And now back to the episode. Welcome back, you guys. You are listening to the Shmi Podcast. I am your host, Sam Pelissero, at not Sam Pelissero on Instagram and at Shmi Podcast. Welcome to episode 12. You guys have survived 12 episodes, 11 episodes of Shmi and made it to 12. Yay! Um, oddly enough, the past few episodes have revolved a lot around stand-up comedy acting the biz and this episode uncoincidentally is also tied in with the biz i am here with one of my favorite people on the face of the earth he is someone that brings so much joy to this earth anyone he's around and to my life i am here with the one the only greg cantaldi hey that's funny every time people are like wait i have to say my name <laughs> what's up happy to be here you nervous I wasn't nervous all day, and then it was like right when you pressed record that yeah, it, that, like all the sudden, nerves, like, yeah, all kind of came all at once. Well, you shouldn't be because you do this. Well, you don't do podcasting, but you do camera work as a living, yeah, and as a hobby. So tell people how we know each other. Like, who are you? Who who are you in in my life? Uh, I'm a friend in your life, good friend. <laughs> You're a good friend in my life. Uh, no, it's weird. We met. Was it four years ago or three years ago? Four, now? yeah. Four. It's coming up on four. Uh, when I was a sophomore in college, mm-hmm. uh, I was working on a web series. Mm-hmm. The first season. We're actually working on the third season right now. Mm-hmm. But it was the one of the like the first like semi bigger projects that I worked on on my own. And we had a scene that took place in a coffee shop. Yes. So. Me as the producer, I'm just asking everyone I know, you know, do you have a coffee shop to shoot in? Mm-hmm. We were working on a shoestring budget, so we're looking for something yeah, that yeah, was yeah. fairly cheap, possibly mm-hmm. free. And I think I posted on Facebook looking mm-hmm. for a coffee shop. And my Aunt Kelly said, uh, oh, I go to a coffee shop every day. Uh, I know the barista pretty well. Uh, let me ask him. And I'm like, great. And then the next day she's like, yeah, uh, his name's Sam. You know, uh-huh. send him an email, give him a call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I... I don't know if we, I think we talked on the phone or just corresponded through email. I think it was just through email. 
and you were just like all about it and it like felt a little too good to be true like because you had no idea I, I had no idea like what I was even getting myself mm-hmm. into and uh we got there we shot the scene and then to my surprise you are also an actor a writer a producer <laughs> working on web series of yeah, your own yeah 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 and it was funny what actually like really made the friendship click uh we were shooting another scene the next day in North That's Jersey. Right, it was the next day. The next day. Yeah. And we still didn't have an actor. An actor just dropped and we were looking for someone uh-huh. to play this small, like funny bit part. And you're like, <laughs> I'm an actor. I'll come up. I'm off from work. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. you showed up, you did your thing. And uh, we just kept in touch ever since. Which again, it's like the literal meant to be inevitability of our friendship factor right there. Yeah. So that goes right into what I really want to talk about right now mm-hmm. is the fact that people don't understand that you and I have this inevitable friendship where it, it was always like in the cards for us to be friends. Yeah. I always feel like because, again, what are the odds that you needed a coffee shop at the same time that I was managing a coffee shop at the same time that I was pursuing acting full time in my life and the odds of, oh, I just happen to have the next day off. Yeah, and um, the fact that also since then, like you don't live around here, like you live in New Jersey, but even while you're going to school, it was like you and I couldn't get rid of each other. It was like no matter what we did, the universe kept having our lives overlap. I mean, in recent events, I'm trying to think, what was that a month ago? I was crossing the street, mm-hmm. coming home from the beach. And who stops at the the intersections? Let me pass. You're on the one who introduced us. And then three hours later, I go to Target. Who's parked in front of me? Your dad. And you guys don't live around here. I know we live like an hour and a half away, it's, so it's odd. And there's been also, I mean, like I'm I'm trying to think like back to the, all the other times where it's happened. Um, I mean, the fact that you know Dana, you spent New Year's Eve with Dana, one of your best friends. With one, and I, did that happen before we were even friends? What can you remember what year that was? It was going into 2017. So no, I knew you, okay. but I had no idea. No idea. Even when I met her, it yeah. never came up. Ne- of course, I mean, I mean, I met her kind of in passing. Like we were kind of like with a group of yeah, people. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the the guy that got me into that New Year's party that I met her at, she knew him somehow. Somehow. And I I don't even know how Dana knew that guy. But it's so weird because I'll never forget the time she messaged me on Facebook and said, Sam, you know Greg Contaldi? I'm like, Dana, you know Greg Contaldi? And she's like, yeah, we spent New Year's Eve together. I was like, what the fuck? Like, again, if we hadn't met then at the coffee shop, I know my gut somehow through Dana, you and I would have gotten into communication because somehow an an acting thing would have happened and you and Mm -hmm. I would have got brought together. It's like no matter what, we were destined to be friends. Or just through my aunt or through something. Yeah. So weird. What else happened recently? I felt like something else happened where you and I were like dying the fact that like it is so inevitable. Yeah. Do you remember? Because now it's not clicking. I know. It's just, it's a weird thing. Well, it's, we we kept in touch after we shot that episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And because you do remind me a lot of myself in, Mm. you know, your... Um, nightmare <laughs> a little bit a little bit we'll see how this podcast goes Ooh. but 
you're you know if if an opportunity is not there you go and you make it for yourself Absolutely. and you know Absolutely. we both had we both had web series yes we we're both working separate jobs i was still in mm-hmm. school but still trying to pursue the end goal of what yeah. we want to yeah, do yeah, 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 yeah. so being stars absolutely <laughs> so even after we shot that you know we still kept in touch yes. like we would have like writing meetings you yeah. came into the city a few that's times that's right that's right yeah and uh here we are shooting the third season of this web mm-hmm. series and mm-hmm. you're a producer and uh directing it's just like an honor it really wrote an, an episode wrote yeah. a pivotal episode yeah, for this season so it was. that was the coolest thing by the way and this is gonna get like super sentimental and emotional not really emotional but like heartfelt but I don't think that you realize that when you asked me a year, a year and a half ago now um, to write an episode of bromance, I was going through a breakup and I didn't know that. And you and like that was like my four year relationship. We lived We lived in this apartment together the whole nine yards. And you asking me to use my talent brought me out of like that dark part of my life because I wasn't creating anything then. I hadn't even started writing the final season of Dylan and Sam yet. Mm. Because of you was what got those juices flowing again and that that fire lit again to be like, okay, I just wrote this episode to a show that's not mine. Mm. And and Greg liked it. So I need to keep the ball going and allow that momentum to grow. And that led to me filming the last season of Dylan and Sam. So that wow. literally is all because of you. And I can't thank you enough for that. This is the first time I'm hearing that. So yeah. it's, wow. Yeah. Yeah, so that's really you. nice. Yeah. So anyways, um, <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. Like, I'm going to cry. Where are the fucking I almost, I almost wish I had like a soundboard that had like sound effects and like, like I had like a violin playing during that. I think you could just make all those on your own. <laughs> and like post. Mm-hmm. So no, your mouth. <laughs> I really wish I could remember more like the, the, the weird, like, like run-ins where we're like, we're like, what the, like. It's just a lot of weird scenarios. And I mean, you would even, when I was going to school in New York, you were still working at the coffee shop yeah. and would run into my family all the time. Oh, yeah, all the so time. it's yeah. even like, if I wasn't talking to you directly, I was getting updates from my aunt, like what you were up to. And and you and I have this habit of we'll text each other at the same time. Okay. Well, there was, <laughs> I was coming to drop off an SD card like a month ago. Okay. Yeah. And I texted you. I was here before, but I lost your address and I didn't know how to get here. And I texted you, what is your address? And you said, I was just about That's to right. text I you. Had my, I had our conversation open. Yeah. There's a lot of weird, it's weird scenarios yeah. like that yeah, where yeah, 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 we'll yeah. call each other at the same time. But like, or, it's because we're in sync. Like we got our vibrations as friendship. Like it just, we're literally in sync. Yeah. Which is like, that's what we call being best friends. Um. Oh, I know. I know what, what happened. Okay. So guys, Greg was recently on vacation in Morocco and in Amsterdam and all these other fucking cool places overseas. So one of the things I wanted him to talk about today was his trip because it's, Morocco and Casablanca and I'm sure he has stories on stories on stories so I went to my barber yesterday and my barber wasn't there and I didn't know that upon having my appointment showing up and some other girl was like oh Sam don't worry I can take you like don't worry about it like you know I know how rich cuts your hair not a big deal I said cool whatever so we're sitting there we're shooting this shit we're talking and she asks what my what my weekend plans are I said, oh, um, I don't know if you know, but I, I do a podcast. And she's like, oh, yeah, yeah. I follow, like, I'm the one who runs our social media. So like, I follow your account on Instagram. Like, I'm like, oh, cool, whatever. She goes, oh, so like, is it like uh, someone I know? I was like, no, it's, it's, my, it's my friend Greg, you know, whatever, whatever. And I'll go into, into detail of what we're talking about. All of a sudden, we get distracted. The conversation like leaves that topic. 
And then she starts to tell me about how just the other month she was in Morocco on vacation. Mm. And, and like, you know, that's where all those air quality comments I told you earlier about, like how she's like, everyone smokes there. It was weird being a woman and in a country where like women aren't allowed to be outside most of the time. And I was in shorts and stuff like that. Greg, what are the fucking odds that I go to the barbershop and my barber weird. isn't there that day? And I don't know that. And I get the one woman who is free and she just happens to have been in Morocco recently. And she had no idea that I was going to talk to you about your trip. That's to- strange. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. The stars are aligning somehow. Yeah. It's like, like as that was happening, I was like, Greg's going to shit his fucking pants. Mm-hmm. Well, that didn't happen. but <laughs> <laughs> So I perfect transition. Let's talk about your motherfucking trip. Uh, yeah. Where do, where do I start? From I don't know. I mean, off from JFK. I or? mean, just do you, I, like, what are the, the best parts of being in Morocco? This is, this can be like a travel advisor. Yeah. Uh, so commercial. I have a very good friend who I'm actually moving in with next mm-hmm. month in mm-hmm. Astoria, mm-hmm. who is a production assistant. has been working in TV. We mm-hmm. actually met in school at NYU mm-hmm. and she's a production assistant on Homeland and they're filming uh, out in Morocco, Casablanca. It's so cool. They actually filmed there. I know. I'm a little jealous uh, because I work on the Dr. Oz show. And a lot of these other daytime talk shows, they'll go to Orlando for a week. They'll go to L.A. for a oh, week. Oh, really? We don't travel at all. <laughs> no, we're no, we're no, in no. New York. Uh-uh, uh, uh-uh. So I do get a little jealous when people are shooting in, uh, you know, shooting in Paris. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's been in Morocco. She actually just got back like a week ago. Uh, she was in Casablanca for like five months living out there. Wait, why was that long? Five months. Holy crap. Yeah. And they put her up in a hotel right on the beach. And I mean, you know, they, they pay, you know, all expenses. They pay for your food, the flights, everything. So she said, wow. if you make it out here, uh, you know, you could crash at my hotel. So really the the whole trip, I was gone for two and a half weeks. Really, the only thing I paid for was flights. And really? meals here and there. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. I was just crashing places. So I was in Morocco for a week yes. visiting her. And then my brother is studying abroad in Amsterdam. Mm-hmm. So I stayed there for a little over a week, crashed on his floor in his hotel room. And, and then I did a day in Luxembourg, day in Paris, and then I was back home. Which also, guys, I did not know this, but you weren't born in America. I was born in America. You were? Yeah. I was born in Jersey. But then, you, but I'd lived in Luxembourg for you're the first year of your life. Yeah, I'm confused. So born in Secaucus. Yeah, and then and they're like, okay, he's an American citizen. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. To- well, my my dad was already working there with my mom in Luxembourg, and then my mom got pregnant, I guess, or whatever. Has me in Secaucus. We lived here for a few months, and then was that intentional? Because she didn't want you to be. I don't know. I think they. I don't know. It, it was a weird situation for my dad where he was only supposed to go for like a month. Also, sorry, and ex- I'm laughing because I was like, oh, guys, I have some drama. Greg's not an American citizen. <laughs> and you're like, no, I am. <laughs> no, like, I, 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 am. Thought, I thought I had the scoop. And you're like, no, nah, it's not true. <laughs> so continue. Yeah. So like his he was out there for work and I, I don't know if they kept extending it or uh-huh. he had to go a few different times. So okay. it might have just kind of worked out like. We're back in the States. So, yeah, I was born here, born in Secaucus. We lived in Bayonne, New Jersey, for a few months. And then we went out there and actually, like, had my first steps in Luxembourg. And we were there for... Because those think, photos were cool of you, like, going back to where yeah. you lived. I was in Luxembourg for the first time two years ago since I lived there. 
and I got to go around. I always wanted to see our apartment when we were yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My parents couldn't find the address anywhere. Huh. So here I am back again in Europe. I'm like, I have to stop off again and find this apartment. 100%. So I had, I'm like, Dad, you have to like go mm-hmm. through, I, it's got to be written down somewhere and where we lived it? for a year. He finally found it on, I don't know if it was like an email from work or some kind of memo, wow. the address where we wow. lived. So he actually keeps in touch with a friend that he worked with uh, out, in Lux- there. out there in Luxembourg. Okay, okay. Hasn't seen him in 22 years, okay. but you know they're on LinkedIn. They're in the yeah, same yeah, yeah, field. Yeah, yeah. So the friend actually picked me up from the hotel I was staying oh, at. Oh, cool. Drove me around, showed me my old apartment, introduced me to his family, and uh, he was kind of like a tour guide for the whole day I was That's there. That's fucking awesome. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Because you know that I lived in Belgium, right? I did, yes. Yeah, so like I know... I'm familiar we, with... We share a border. Wait, really? Belgium and Luxembourg. Ew! Ew! Guys, I'm done. Ew, yeah. Greg, what are the odds of that? I did I not know. I did not know that the, the location of those. Uh, it touches Belgium? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Huh. Weird. <laughs> That's like, okay, we'll, we'll write that one down as like another fucking weird... Mm-hmm. We gotta start keeping a list of these. We do. I mean, I don't know why we don't. Like, we need a list. I don't know. Yeah, so Morocco's... Was interesting. I mm-hmm. really enjoyed it there. I really didn't know what to expect. Like when I was planning for Amsterdam, okay. I knew like all the museums I wanted to go to, like sites I wanted to see. I really didn't know too much about Casablanca or any of the other cities in Morocco. So I kind of winged it once I got there. So luckily, my friend Sarah, who I was staying with, was off Friday and Saturday. Cool. And we actually took a train up to Fez which is like four hours north. Oh, wow. And uh, that was my favorite spot yeah? for the whole trip. Was that where like all those shops you were showing? Yes. Okay, with that yeah. Bond villain in the background? There was that one guy, he was like smoking a cigarette, like, yes. wa- like no, making eye it. contact with your camera. He was mm-hmm. just doing his thing. But I was like, Greg, there's a Bond villain behind you. <laughs> Fez was like walking into like biblical times. Like Weird. it felt like I was stepping into the past. Whoa. Where Casablanca, it was, you know... 2019 but here it's felt like 1300s because where we stayed we stayed i guess it was kind of like an airbnb but it was like this family's home kind of like there were probably four rooms and we stayed like even like breakfast in the morning there's no menus or anything it's like oh how does egg sound and you just kind of like sit in their house and they just cook up i mean that's a cool experience honestly i would love to experience something like that in my life it was i i say it's my favorite place because it it really, this was the first time where I felt like I was in a completely new place. Yeah, like you yeah. go to Paris, you go to London, you know, there's always like bits Sim- of New York. Yes, yes, yes. This was, I don't know where I am. Yeah. And with those types of cities, you know, uh, Fez is, it's, there's an old Medina and a new Medina. And these Medinas, it's all these little tiny little alleyways. There's like mm. 8,000 of them or something. Wait, what? And it's all just shops. And see, when I go to Europe, I could kind of, blend in as a european a little bit you know got it in morocco you stick out like a sore thumb oh, easily. and that was the one thing that kind of bothered me a little bit it's you everywhere you fucking walk can i curse on this yeah you're talking to me you're yeah, on shit. Sam's that, yeah, that was it, the first f-bomb and <laughs> it felt weird <laughs> everywhere you go everyone's just sniping you out and they want to like make a penny off of oh. it. So I, I, there was another city I went to by myself because I was working, Marrakesh. And <laughs> sorry, Greg just punched my TV guy. Yeah, and it did not change colors. <laughs> These people will notice you 
from across the street, run across the street. No. Oh, where are you going? No. What are you doing? I'm like, I'm just walking around. Did you have headphones I, in? I had headphones in. And he still did that? They, they'll stop. They'll rip the headphones out. Get where are you going? Are you going that? to the train station? I'm like, Ew. no, I'm walking around. Oh, let me bring you. They Ew. take your arm. <clears throat> Even when you get off the plane in Casablanca, you have people holding you by the arm. Come with me. Ew. And I'm like, no, I have... They got a driver for me. I love how like the New Yorker in you is coming out right now. Well, it's every time you go to a city for the first time, you, I mean, I want to make friends anywhere I go Absolutely. and I'm just very personable. Yes. Like someone comes up to me, I'm going to talk to them. But then you realize, okay, this guy wants money for It's me the now. ill intent behind it. Because I went to Marrakesh. I didn't know anything. And I'm just like, I like to just wander around, get lost and discover yes. the city. Absolutely. So I was walking up to a mosque and a guy came up to me and was like, you know, just rolling off all these facts. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Uh -huh, uh -huh. But then they shake your hand and then they talk to you more. <sighs> and then they say, oh, I, you know, I, I do this for tips. And I'm like, well, I didn't ask you any questions. And I did have some change. I gave it to them. But all right, all right, all right. they're always unhappy with the money. Like, it's never enough. It's never enough. They Fuck say them. this is baby change. They do not say that. Oh, yeah. They say this is for babies. And I, I knew with Sarah living there for five months, I knew what was a good tip. What? Okay. Because just to put stuff in the context, a cab ride there for 30 minutes in a cab, two American dollars. What? That translates to 20 Durham's there. Okay, sure. But yeah, 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 yeah. $2. Wow. So, I mean, you take that in the city, it's you know, <laughs> you're into the 50s. Yeah, 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 yeah. Even easily. more than that. Easily, yeah. So, I kind of knew what to expect, what prices were. I mean, honestly. I'm rambling. No, I mean, I, I was just like laughing because I was like, you know, like, what's a good way to like deter that from happening throughout? And it brought me back to when we first met because we didn't mention what character... I played when in bromance yeah in bromance is because I thought oh just wear a trump hat like pull, like if someone's you know bugging on the street in Morocco just pull out a trump hat and I'm sure they'll be like okay I'm sorry I'm sorry yeah. so yeah guys Greg had me play a trump supporter pre-2016 election yeah um and it's so funny is that that was also obviously within the first 24 hours that I ever met Greg. I knew nothing about the guy. And upon arriving at the pool house mm -hmm. where you guys shot that scene, I knew what I was playing. You guys sent me the the, the, the sides you know, the night before. And I remember pract practicing it with my ex, like my few lines and being like, is this douchey enough? Is this douchey mm -hmm. enough? You know, because my one major line was, um, make America great again. And so I remember you had me wear a Chris Christie 2000, what was that? 2016 election yeah, show probably? Yeah. And the Trump hat. And I remember making a joke to one of your friends that were what was there about how I looked like a racist Mario because the hat was so big on mm, me. It is. It's like one of those trucker hats. Yes. Yeah. And they didn't laugh. Hmm. And they were like, hmm. Do you remember who was it? I don't. Tell me off, off the air. It was, no, I don't. But I remember, uh, it was a female though. But so, all I remember, also I kind of looked around and then all of a sudden I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Are they all like racist Republicans? I was like surrounded. I was like, oh my God, is Greg like, like, <laughs> like, like if he finds out that I'm gay, like, is he going to be like, dude because dude also, we're gonna need to recast <laughs> like knowing that but i was like but they're they all go to nyu like i'm so confused and like i remember being in that moment like oh my god and then that night we became facebook friends 
And I didn't know if all the things that you were doing on Facebook in regards to Chris Christie and Trump Mm -hmm. was satire or like rallying support. And I was like, I don't know if I can be friends <laughs> with this guy because I didn't I didn't know. Obviously, down the road, I'm like, oh, satire. That's who Greg is. Like, Greg is all about a good parody. But I remember always being hesitant to talk about my relationship with you, um, anything gay related. I just found out you were gay today. <laughs> <laughs> Plot twist. Um, what? <laughs> um, and I, cause I just didn't know. I was so reserved. But then the more I thought about it, I'm like, I couldn't be screaming it any louder online. So if Greg did have a problem with mm. that, also he went to school in fucking NYU. So like, that's not somewhere where someone homophobic goes to school. Well, the funny part about that character, cause I mean, I do like the whole satire aspect of yes. it, but I never try and get political no, with never. any of the you jokes. So, so even with, with you. your character being a Trump supporter, yeah. it was more of like a Trump fan. Like the joke of it was, yes. My character in the show was a big fan of the Celebrity Apprentice. Yes. And I missed the finale the night mm-hmm, before. So mm-hmm. I've shut off all, you know, Facebook notifications. Yeah, yeah, I didn't yeah. look at the paper. Mm-hmm. And this character was on the phone and you were talking about the winner of the Celebrity Apprentice. And I, and that's how we got in a fight in yeah, the scene. Yes, yes. But even uh, there was another, we did a Trump video. This is all pre-election too. Yeah, where it was just like sad that we were like making jokes about it. It was, well, it was like funnier back then. Safe. A little bit more. Yeah. <laughs> And we we did a video which actually got flack from both sides of the aisle. Uh, it was just me as Trump. That's right. Visiting in I... one last rally attempt uh, to round up. Yes. The the liberals of NYU. He you know had a he had a rally there, yes. and we interviewed people on the streets. And uh, I mean, we didn't go into politics one bit. Mm-hmm. It was just kind of just a character piece. You being a satire of trump going around literally and just being a, a buffoon like yes. we, we went into trump power. i remember that i don't know how we didn't get thrown out but we went up to the starbucks and i ordered a huge yeah I coffee. Know. get yes, me the huge yes yes, yes. the donald <laughs> <laughs> what size trenta the huge oh my god dude uh you yeah. had balls you had fucking balls it was one of those things where i was nervous too before we did it but once like the camera start like once you Oh, get dude. in the rhythm of it. Like you forget the cameras mm-hmm. even rolling, mm-hmm. and it's just like mm-hmm. Marty in this deep. Like we're, we're shooting this thing. So, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> okay, well, let's take a quick break. All right, and we will be right back with the episode about nothing. Yeah, and we are back. So I almost forgot to tell you guys, Greg is one of the few witnesses to the birth of Shmi Podcast. Mm. He was one of my birthday party attendees. And Greg, the other day on the phone, when you, when you called me to you know shoot the shit about this episode, you were laughing because you told me that when someone at the party was like, oh my God, Sam, like you got to do a podcast because of all these stories. And I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. You said you rolled your eyes like, oh, Sam's new podcast, you know? And then here we are, like not even oh, two months later. <laughs> it's like, well, it was like right after we like all did a tequila shot. And- <laughs> You've been doing shots all the whole night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And someone's yeah. like, Sam, do a podcast. And you're like, you know what? I am. And, and already he's like planning in the middle of the party. But that's me. And I'm, I'm like, all right, like, we'll see. Because like, how many, like, we, we hang around creative people like, oh, you got to do stand up comedy. And they're like, yeah, I will. And yeah, nothing and ever comes. Never. No, 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 oh, no, no, no. I got to take sketch lessons. And no one ever goes. Or, I don't know. <laughs> like, improv. I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. But oh, I mean, I, a I, month I, I later. was thinking like, like writing stuff, oh, like no, sketch. No, no, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm going to draw naked people. Um, But like a month later, you had all this like logo ready to go. And I'm like, well, oh, shit. 
it was within two weeks I had everything. Yeah. Because I was so excited to do it because I've always wanted to share my stories with people in some sort of a, a long form, short form, whatever. And the fact that all of my friends were like, Sam, like, you should do this. I was like, I can't. I can't not do it. No, you're fine. You're fine. Um, but yeah, so Greg was one of the was was one of the witnesses of the the birth of Shmi. And you're the reason why it's called Shmi. Even though like you're not like the reason why Shmi exists. Mm. But the fact that 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 word caught on at that party with everyone and it started with you. Like you started saying Shmi like at the party like what is this word Shmi? Like you know, and then it just kind of caught on and everyone else for the rest of the night was saying Shmi. Again, it's like yeah. Well, then we looked it up on uh, on Urban Dictionary, yeah, yeah, which like, I talked about that in the introduction. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you mentioned before that you work on Doctor Oz, mm-hmm. and for those who don't know, I because of Greg was a guest on Doctor Oz twice as a barista because I have all of my barista experience. Which is when I say that people like will ironically roll their eyes to go barista experience. Like no, no, no. like I ran a a micro roasting coffee shop for four years, or I literally went to coffee class. Like we went to a roastery up North where we literally learned everything from, you know, dry roasting, wet process. The fact that most decaffeinated coffees are decaffeinated with chemicals and not water, which is weird to me. So I'm like, water is cheaper than chemicals. Cause water is basically fucking free. So why are companies like Folgers literally decaffeinated coffee with chemicals? Um, also, if anyone can hear that noise, the cicada is literally screaming at the top of my lungs. I thought it was my camera for a second. Those are the bugs that come around like every few years. The Which cicadas, is, or? yes. We were talking about that at that at your um, family party I went to a couple Did I, Is that when I left early? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you had another party. Because yeah. Greg's so popular, guy. So Sam comes to my family party. I leave. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to stick around. Yeah. And I was, like, there, I was there for my like three more hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love guys. Greg's family is like the coolest <laughs> fucking group of people. Ever. And they love you. They love you. I know. My aunt, I when I like... got there, is like, where's Sam? <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm Sam. Oh, wait. oh wait, that's right. Because you, you left. You, you only stopped by. That's why you're down yeah, when I was here, I dropped off the SD card. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was yeah. late for the. I was not late, but I didn't come with my yeah. parents. Yes, and and she texted like, me. Yeah. And she texted. Me, she's like, "You better fucking come." And I was like, <laughs> "Yes, ma'am." <laughs> um, so back to Doctor Oz. So you had me come on. You won them over to have me on as a guest, which that was my very first television gig. And it's so funny is that. The story leading up to me being on stage, because guys, Dr. Oz isn't live. It's pre-recorded. Mm-hmm. My journey to the city um, to shoot the first episode, because I obviously came back again a month later. But so what's so funny is that I didn't want to tell anyone what was going on because I didn't want to jinx it. I didn't, didn't want to make it a thing. But because I kept this um, secret from everyone about what was going on throughout my day, made it worse because then I got so paranoid of like, oh my God, what if all this shit happens? And everyone's like, why is this happening? And Sam didn't explain this. So basically the night before I was feeling under the weather and I was like, fuck, I'm going on national television tomorrow. Mm. And I, it was the under the weather of like, my throat was feeling scratchy. I was feeling really drained. I was pale. And because I was anxious, because I had to wake up early to hop on the train, I wasn't sleeping very well. Because, you know, I was like a kid on Christmas. Like, oh, my God, I'm literally going to go on Dr. Oz. This is fucking rad. And so I got shit sleep. And I remember waking up and feeling like crap. And I remember I took like um, emergency, took Advil. I took all sorts of medication to like, you know, just blow me over. And I remember being on the train 
And I am the king of passing out, guys. For those who don't know, like I'm infamous. At my old doctor's office, I'm not kidding you. I passed out there so many times. At one time, I walked in, and I guess the the woman at the front desk didn't know I was coming in that day, and she literally said, oh, fuck. Like, she literally <laughs> said that as I walked in the doors. It's like, oh, fuck. And I'm like, I'm not getting blood today, I promise. I mean, even needles. Like, one time I got, um like, a flu shot in my ass, and I passed out just from, really? like, and it has nothing to do with blood or needles. I'm not afraid of blood or needles. It has nothing to do with that. Are you tired? Like, what, no, there's just something. I have, the doctors did, did diagnose me with this. I have, um it starts with a V. Whatever this this nerve in my body, it's weaker than most people's. So my body is reacting to trauma. Hmm. You're, I'm losing blood or I'm getting a needle put on me. So my body is going into um, fight or flight mode. And it's like, we're, we're just going to turn off. Like we're just going to and then wake up and maybe it'll be over. Hmm. But so because I know that feeling of passing out, I know when it's coming on. And normally what happens is I get flushed with like a hot flash and then I get really cold and then another hot flash comes and I know the next thing that's going to happen is I'm going to pass out. So I was flustered because I was almost late to the train and the ticket machine was not taking my card and I kept putting it in and out, in and out. And I was trying all of the different ticket machines. I was trying different cards. Nothing was working. And all of a sudden I hear the train pull up. I'm like, fuck, 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 fuck. Literally the second the train gets there, finally the, the card takes i get my ticket and then the train conductor i mind you it's five in the morning this is the first stop i'm the first stop on jersey transit going to the city clearly i'm getting on that train the conductor starts to walk back onto the train and i'm like no no no, no. i'm hopping on that train like i'm coming right now he goes i can't wait i was like you've been seeing me struggle for the past 60 seconds you know i'm coming on the train he goes i can't wait i can't wait i just grab my ticket when it comes out and i book it onto the train right so then did it start pulling away and you jumped on or <laughs> honestly it may have like it may have i remember getting like it was moving before i even got to my seat like that's how like wow. yeah fucking final destination shit almost happened mm. um and so then i sit down and i'm like where's my wallet and i was like I think I fucking dropped my wallet on the fucking train platform in Long Branch. The worst. And then all of a sudden I found it in that moment of, I guess, like panic while I waited for the ticket to come out of the machine. I put my wallet in the smallest pocket of my backpack. Like, like God is watching over me. So then I'm getting hot flashes on the train. I'm afraid I'm going to pass out. I'm kind of having like the the nervous shits going on, like the gurgling going on in my stomach. I'm like, oh, God. I get to Penn Station. I chow down a breakfast sandwich. It's making me feel a little better. But then I get into the taxi cab and the taxi cab is like boiling hot because it's like March. So it's still really cold outside. I'm getting hot flashes again. I take that's what, Sorry to cut you off. Yeah. I, that's what I don't understand about these cabs. Yeah. Why? It's I, I feel like an Uber is cheaper than a cab. Yes. But sometimes the cabs are more Whatever. convenient. Yeah. 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 Do they not have air? I like don't. It's, I don't know what it's the bizarre. problem is. It's, it's so I'm weird. like sweating. Yes. I'm drenched in yes. the back of the cab. And then you get an Uber and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. it's like well, fucking it, luxury. <laughs> And it's half the price sometimes. Yes, yes. And so I took the water bottle I had that I just bought that it was cold and I'm putting it all over my body to like literally prevent me from passing out. Because all I remember was like, oh my God, all I need to do is just like go to the bathroom and lay down and I'll be golden. And then I get to Dr. Oz. in the bathroom? Huh? Lay down in the bathroom? No, no, like go to the bathroom. Like to puke or, you know, take a shit. Gotcha. And so then... 
I get to Dr. Oz and they're running late because one of the guests, we will not say their name, who has infamously known for being fashionably late to your show was late and they could not come get come down and get me from the lobby because everyone was like trying to figure out like, are we going to cut their segment? What are they going to do? So I'm sitting there in the lobby and, you know, it's like, you know, 15 minutes, 20 minutes passed when they said that they were going to come get me. And I'm like, I'm going to pass out in the lobby. I'm going to pass out in the lobby. Like I was in the hot flashes again. Wow. And then someone finally comes down. They get me. Then we go upstairs. And the first thing I do is I was like, I have a private dressing room. They're like, yeah. I'm like, cool. So I put all my shit. I run to the bathroom. I take care of business. I come back. And then I, co- I look into the mirror. And from neck down... I'm covered in like a fever rash oh my God. and it's spreading up my neck. And I'm like, I'm about to go on national television with a fucking fever rash on Dr. Oz. I'm going to pass yeah. out on Dr. Oz. They're At least be- you know you're being good hands. <laughs> Literally, that's what everyone said. Like, why don't you just have him check you out? I'm like, because I don't know if he's a real doctor. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, and so then I remember being in the makeup chair and she was like, you have a lot of discoloration. Are you okay? I'm like, I'm great. You know, I'm just a little hot. She's like, okay, you know what? We'll touch that up. We'll touch that up. I remember they caked on so much makeup around my neck area that it was started to rub along the collar of my shirt. So three times before I actually went on camera that day, they had to take my shirt back to wardrobe mm-hmm. and fix my shirt because I kept getting makeup on. Because I, I was clean it because I was sweating because I was having like fever, hot flashes. And then I remember the final straw where I was like, "I'm gonna pass out," which I didn't, guys. By the way, uh, jumping ahead is when we shot the pre segment with me tasting the coffees i almost passed out like i like i blacked out for like a hot second and came back like as i was standing there because those lights were so hot mm-hmm. that i literally was standing there drinking the coffees and it's crazy because watching it you wouldn't watching back no i don't i forget this. i forget yeah i went into fight or flight and i was like i'm fucking fighting this time i'm not leaving i mean i i couldn't believe the 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 wealth of knowledge that you have on coffee. It's weird. Types of beans, how to grind them and just uh, everything. And it's so funny because I've had so many people say, Sam, you need to do something with this knowledge. And the only example I can give to the fact that I was able to take that knowledge and apply it to something that I really want to do with my life, which is entertain people is kids in high school. They're like, well, I'm not going to be a fucking scientist. Why do I got to learn science? Fucking apply that. Figure out how to apply the knowledge that you have to something else in your life. Mm -hmm. Did I want to be a barista forever? No, but it was what the job I had to do in my life at the time of my life. I learned what I had to learn. I applied it to that job. And look what I did, y'all. I took that knowledge and now... I went on national television twice with what I learned from working at a coffee shop. Yeah. I feel like we need more of exactly what you said in yeah. high school, more uh, real world application. Oh, totally. totally. You know, when, when you take algebra, we're all looking at each other. Yeah. When the hell are we yes. going to use this? One of the things that um, Nick talked about on, on episode 10, guys, is being undeniable. And I was talking to you about this the other day on the phone is that's where everyone should be in their life is to be undeniable. That's the goal you should have for yourself is whatever you want to do and whatever you are doing become so undeniable that when you ask for something that you want, the person can't say no because there isn't going to be anything to back up them saying no. It's, I mean, 
for how I got my job, which is me, which Nick and I talked about this. It was undeniable that I knew how to edit and it was undeniable that I had a passion for what I do coming on Dr. Oz. It's undeniable that I am the perfect candidate to go onto television and talk about coffee. You know, for you, it's undeniable for you to have all the experience you have because you went to college, you have a degree, you have the proof in the pudding to do what you want to do. It's not like, who's this random schmuck coming up and like, oh, I, I want to be a director, a producer, an actor, da, da, da. It's like, it's undeniable because I literally have thousands of dollars in education to do this. Mm. Greg's like, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> That's okay. a good point. Okay, so in the spirit of this being the episode about nothing. The reason why it's called that is because it is a homage to the show about nothing, which is Seinfeld. And Greg is wearing a Seinfeld shirt today, which is so weird. This was the other thing. Yes. Yes. Was when I was at Target two weeks ago, I is saw, that you saw my dad. That w- oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. That was when I saw your Same dad. Time. <gasps> I just got chills. Oh my God. So I was grabbing a kombucha and where the kombucha is, it's like- Grabbing right, a kombucha. I was grabbing my kombucha and it was right by the, the men's clothes. So I just took a peek really quick and they had Seinfeld printed tees. And I almost texted Greg saying, oh my God, we should wear these for our episode, but I didn't do it. And I kind of forgot about it. And then guys, without even knowing, Greg fucking wore the same exact shirt that I was going to grab us at at Target. What? Well, it's funny. I I really didn't know what this episode was about. That's why I called you. Yes. A few days ago. Yeah. I mean, I've been listening to the show, and every yeah. episode has, has like, had like an overarching yeah, 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 topic. Yeah, 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 so yeah. all week, I'm like kind of waiting for the call. Like, what are we gonna talk yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still didn't get the call. Yeah. And then it was like two days ago. I'm like, all right, Sam, like, what are we doing? Uh-huh, like, uh-huh. Is this happening? Like, I told you. I told you it was about nothing. Literally. Yeah. Like, I, I didn't know it was literally oh, no, about nothing. Because that's the pun of it. It's like, I can use that as the excuse for you and I to just shoot the shit. But it's like, I'll, it'll tie back into. Made it easier for me. <laughs> but so one of Greg's idols is Larry David. The I, I almost said the late and great. He's not dead. Oh, the please. great. The I great. I mean, is Larry David like your number one idol? Like, would you say that? One of them. One of them? He's, like, I've always been into movies and TV. That's Mm -hmm. what I went to school for. He was the first one that really showed me when I discovered Curb Your Enthusiasm. That was the first show where, as weird as it sounds, like, I kind of realized, like, TV shows came from actual people. Mm. Like, they didn't just come out of, like, a network. Okay. Like, here's another Nickelodeon show. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was the first time where I'm like, oh, like, here's this guy that created another sitcom, created this one, he's acting in it. Like, that's when I, like, wanted to learn about who was behind it. Oh, so I was just very, you know, interested in his story, his upbringing. You know, he really, he didn't become, like, a known face until he was, like, into his early 50s. Yeah. And really didn't get into entertainment until his, like, early 40s which a lot of people don't realize 30s yeah. yeah like i mean a lot of famous celebrities didn't get their big break until later in life i mean he was working as a bra salesman a taxi driver no. yeah still wow. doing stand-up but yeah had all these odd jobs uh, which, for a decade which all of us have you know like I-, I feel like if you've made it and you haven't had odd jobs i'm like you got money like there's no way like there's no way you didn't have some weird like i had an odd job stuffing um envelopes Mm. Like for like a summer, I would just sit at some printing press place and I would literally stuff envelopes that were like going out to like, you know, people's mailboxes. Like that's not a job. Like what? Like <laughs> got to do what you got to do. Yeah, literally. So in the spirit of Greg being the co-host of the day, 
and him loving. Oh, I'm a co-host, not a guest. Yeah, no, you're. Oh no, we do co-hosts. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. I like that. Um. So I have a segment because our beginning started with Trump, and you love Larry David as so do I, because I grew up watching Seinfeld with my dad. So this segment is Larry David quote or Trump tweet. So I'm going to give you, kind <laughs> <laughs> of give you some quotes, right? So they're not Larry does Larry David isn't on Twitter. So are, no. these are just these quotes. are pulled from his TV sh- from 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 Curb. Oh, okay. Or okay. from older stand up that he did, like you know before. I mean, maybe around like the Seinfeld era. Okay. Um. So, alrighty, you ready for this? It's gonna be fun. And y'all at home can play along too. You know who wears sunglasses inside? Blind people and assholes. That's Larry David. Yes, it is. Ding, 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 ding. All right. <clears throat> Every time I speak of the haters and losers, I do so with great love and affection. Donald? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't sure on that one. I know. That the losers. Weird. Yes. Just did it for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> A date is an experience you have with another person that makes you appreciate being alone. Larry David. <laughs> <gasps> There's nothing that reflects me. I'm unreflectable. Trump. No, that's Larry. No. That's Larry. <laughs> Wait, where was that from? That's probably one of his stand-up. There's nothing that reflects me. I'm unreflectable. Huh. I know. Wow. I know. I thought that was a good one too. <laughs> um I think every erection is a miracle. <laughs> that is Larry David. Yes, it is. But honestly, you would I, not I, be surprised if it was Trump. <laughs> <laughs> I that was it from the show. Yes, 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 yes. I tolerate lactose like I tolerate people. Larry David? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's sad that you're like I, I can literally picture that tweet. It is it is pretty sad, yeah. <laughs> um sorry, but my IQ is one of the highest and you all know it. Trump. <laughs> yeah. Vanilla with huge sprinkles, best flavor of all time. I have really great taste. Trump? Yeah, 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 yeah. But so crazy is in that. In what context? What that was that? Ju- that was just a tweet. That was a tweet. That was it. There was no as com- president or no. That, no, that, that was like 2013. But still, fuck? but still. The fuck is going on? <laughs> what the fuck? What's so funny was that there was another quote I almost used from Larry David that w- of him talking about how he fucking hates the word like frappuccino and shit. And so yeah. I thought that was funny. I was like, oh my, that almost sounds like something he would say. Um, <laughs> anything that's free, people will take. They don't discriminate. Trump. No, it's Larry. Hmm. Um, some of these are deep. <laughs> um, here's another one. Um, I can't. I just can't stand the sound of the human voice. That is Larry. <laughs> yes, that is. Um, it began to dawn on me that perhaps my country needed me more at home than overseas. Trump? No, that's Larry. I don't know what the context hmm. was. I think this it was is from much stand-up. harder than I thought it was going to be. Um, I thought I was going to get the every oh, one I, of these. This, wow, this makes such a good segment, though. Uh, I think I that was a trick one. one. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that was. That honestly was. If you're lucky enough to catch a knockout assaulter before getting slugged. And you carry a gun, shoot the bastard. Trump? Yes. As sad as that Which, is. Which, that was like recent. That was like yeah. 2016, 17. He tweeted that as our fucking as our president. president. So that was Larry David quote or Trump tweet. That was fun. <laughs> um, another weird thing about our friendship that ties back into the coffee shop, I just realized, is 
You didn't know this, but the owner of the coffee shop is a huge Larry David fan. I didn't know that. And he used to have two things that we would do around Christmas time. We would do a Christmas blend called Festivus. And we would always have a pole in the in the side of the coffee shop for you know the Festivus tree. Mm-hmm. And the bakers one year wanted, they didn't do it because like that's a little, like where it's going to end up just like what happened in the episode of Seinfeld when um, they did the muffin tops. Um, they wanted to do just muffin tops and then throw out the bottoms. Mm-hmm. But that's what <laughs> happened in the episode of Seinfeld <laughs> was they got in trouble for throwing out the fucking bottoms. Yeah. Um, but isn't that weird? Again, another like, what? Yeah, it's like, what are the odds? I know. And this is where it all comes back to again another like weird spiritual universe moment that i have is i'm guys i'm telling you there's something about that where like these energies that are all equivalent and alike just get pulled together without us even realizing it it's like the just the, what we do in our everyday life we just slowly shift and get attracted to the people that we're meant to be with you got to write all of these occurrences down and try and connect them somehow. oh well um this episode comes out much later than episode seven but in episode seven i touch upon my weird seven 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 situation and guys it's so it's still going on like to this day i'm still seeing sevens all over the place my my odometer my car the day that i dropped another episode of the podcast was seven 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 hmm. every time something good happens in my life i see seven so you'll have listened to that episode by now because this is episode 12 or 13 or no, 12, 12. But yeah, th- there's just the, the, the world is weird. The universe is weird. People are weird. I'm weird. People are weird. People are strange. The doors. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that one. <laughs> it's a song. I know. I know. I, yeah. I don't know that one. I just watched the doors movie by Oliver Stone came mm. out like 91. Mm. Uh, I've never seen it before, but they just re-released it for 25th anniversary oh wow and i've just been on a huge doors kick really love the band love them see i never got into them i i liked a few of their songs Mm. wasn't really into it i don't know what it is i saw this movie and i'm playing their records every day i wish i could like comment on that i'm like "Uh uh-huh i'm like i know Uh nothing to say about that yeah yeah um is there anything else that you want oh my god my Uber story. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay, so I'm still driving for Uber. I shouldn't because I don't need to financially. I just am obsessed with making money. I think I said that the last time I shared another Uber story. Aren't so, we all? Huh? Aren't we all? Yeah, aren't we all making money and addicted to it? So, guys, I'm going to close out this episode about nothing with something. Uh, <laughs> so, last night, I was driving for Uber Actually, this makes sense to do, to do for episode because the Uber stories are what started the podcast and you were it's there true. for all of that. Yeah. And really quick, I saw a meme the other day that is literally this podcast in a nutshell. And that meme says, it's 2019. You have two options, therapy or start your own podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, both. Um, so I was driving for Uber and it's around like 1230 at night. This is last night. Last night. And, you know, boop, boop, you have a ride request. Sure, I accept it. And I'm driving down this darkly lit part of the highway. A highway, okay? This is very important, the story. I'm on a highway. And I'm driving along the beach. So to the right of me are houses, streets, but I'm still on the highway. To the left of me is a giant fucking 12 to 15 foot seawall, all right? The fucking seawall. So all of a sudden... 
I get the the location and the person I'm picking up is just like on the side where the seawall is. And I'm like, this is weird because there's nothing on that side of the highway. Am I just picking someone up in the dark? Immediately, I'm like, I don't feel comfortable with this. So, what, what's the seawall? What is that? The, you know that wall in Seabright that separates the road from the beach? The giant cement. Oh, okay, yeah. The cement and rock formation. So they're just standing on the highway. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Weird, right? Hmm. Weird. And in the dark. In the dark. There's no lights. So all of a sudden, I just pull over to where they are, and this woman emerges from the darkness, and she's frazzled. Her hair is all crazy. Oh, my God. And she's around, like, our age. And all of a sudden, she opens the door. She's like, Sam, are you Sam? I'm like, oh, she's fucking drunk. Here we go. She gets in. I'm like, yep. And she goes, great. She goes, oh, my God. I had to crawl over the seawall to get here. And I was like, you crawled over the seawall? She's like, yeah, yeah, my parents' beach beach club is on the other side of it, and I didn't have time from, like, where you were when I ordered the Uber to, like, get around, so I just crawled over the fucking seawall. Why couldn't she... Dude, I don't order know. Order the Uber, yeah. There's not enough answers. She was drunk? She was wasted. And I was bringing her to a bar, by the way. That was her destination. It was a what bar. bar? Um, Jamie's at Red Bank, so, like, 20 minutes away. So weird. So we're driving... And she literally, so guys, you know my voice by now. This is like my, my my speaking voice. You know, like when I make fun of people and I talk like this. That's literally what she talked like. She literally was like, oh my God, I just had to crawl over the seawall. And I'm like so drunk. And like my parents, blah, blah, blah. So we're driving and she goes, what's in your iPod? And I'm like, I'm sorry. I didn't realize I was in 1997. I'm like, what the f- iPod? She's like, what kind of music do you have in your iPod? I'm like, oh, it's actually Spotify. She goes, oh, so you can play like whatever song you want. I'm like, uh-huh. So she asked for Afrojack. So oddly specific. Not just like a station. Like she's like, can you listen to Afrojack? I'm like, sure. What's Afrojack? Because I got high and yeah, 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 yeah. And so I put it on or whatever. And she's jamming. She's loving it. And also I'm having like, I'm having like PTSD flashbacks to Tiffany from bar a when she was like, I fucking love this song. Oh my God. You're my big dick energy, you know? And I just was thinking to myself, oh my God, this is going to become another podcast worthy ride. Isn't this? And what's funny. Cause when I, when I have those moments, I get so anxious. Cause immediately I'm like, oh my God, am I going to remember enough of this by the time I drop them off? Yeah. And like be able to have like the moment to like plug it into my notes on my phone because the time with Tiffany, luckily, that was my last ride of the night. But there have been other rides that I've completely forgotten the details of where I've ne- I'll never speak about them because I got a ride immediately after that I didn't have the time to write down enough detail. So I made sure to turn the app off the second she got out of the car, guys, because ready for this shit i'm gonna pull up my notes because this <laughs> this fucking ride was crazy so we start to bond over the fact that we were both military brats and she said you know what branch of the military were was your dad and i said army she goes oh you're lucky my dad was in the navy and i was like oh like oh i don't know much about the difference between the two and she was like well my dad beat me <laughs> and i said Okay. She goes, yeah, you know, like, it's just, like, known for, like, you know, men in the Navy to, like, beat their kids and, like, their wives because they have, like, a lot of, like, you know, like, fucked up issues from, like, being overseas. And, like, my dad was in the Vietnam War. Greg, the Vietnam War. Yeah, thank you. Put that. I'm like, how old is your He's dad? Yeah, I know. I was like, how old are you? And it's funny because I, I think I even hesitated enough for her to even say, oh, I know, right? I'm, like, really young. 
And I was like, okay, so you're not naive to the fact that your dad's sperm was probably like powder when he impregnated your mom. So, so then we're bonding over that. She's talking about how her mom's an alcoholic now because her dad beat her so much. I'm like, this is great. And so then she probably loves that you're talking about her. <laughs> I know. Shout out to Tiffany 2.0. And anytime she said something, she would end with, I know, oh my God, it's like so random, right? Like, oh my God, my mom's not calling. It's so random, right? Like, this is terrible. <laughs> and so then when I made a comment about the fact that her dad was in the Vietnam War, I said, well, it's actually pretty cool and noble. Like, like it's, it's, it's pretty like, you know, it's an awesome detail. She goes, yeah, it's really awesome for his um, fractured skull and his fucking shattered vertebrae. Yeah, really awesome. <laughs> and I was like, okay and so then the rest of the ride she's talking to me about how like she was a navy kid and that like you know being a navy kid everyone just beats everyone and they all just beat each other and in my mind i'm like what kind of like weird like jerry seinfeld family brawls are going on she was disheveled like what was she wearing like, she was just wearing like a, like, like a normal just like you know a tank top and like um, maybe some shorts or whatever like she wasn't just like disheveled in the way of like she was just like assaulted was she cute or not really <laughs> yeah kind of but like her hair was just like a fucking mess like it looked like like she looks like, like she crawled over a wall yeah <laughs> a fucking seawall so yeah so that that was my my uber store and i dropped her off and she tipped me 20 dollars i don't know if that was an accident because she did it through the app so i don't know if her fingers like slipped and added another zero to it but all i remember was like waking up the next morning and she had like you've received a tip for 20 dollars and i was like tiffany literally tipped me fucking 20 dollars for listening to that horror story you this is going to continue to happen being an uber driver you need to set up your uber to be a podcast like uh cash <laughs> cash cab <gasps> Oh my god. Pod Poober. <laughs> okay, terrible name. We're gonna... You're on the Shmee podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are like way over time. But I loved I loved every second yeah, of this everything. This went so quick. I, I know, was dude, when I... you said it was gonna be like an hour and a half, I You're like fuck. Yeah. Even though like you're like falling asleep right now. I am f I don't know what it is. Uh I mean we were yeah. in the sun, we went for a walk. Yeah, and we got these huge burrito bowls before. Oh, dude, from so. Your Bubacoos sponsor us. Yeah. Dead ass. Like Come I'm on, Bubacoos. Like straight up. But next, if I ever get invited back, we're gonna do dinner after. Yes. Because I'm just Yes. Uh, well also, I mean, I feel rude because like I'm the breeze, like I should have offered you coffee. I was kind of wanting a little coffee. Did you coffee. see the cold brew in there? Yeah, there's cold I brew didn't, in the fridge. I didn't, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I should well, offer you some. It's over now. All right. On, <laughs> on that note, I am your host, Sam Palacero. That was my co-host, Greg Cantaldi. Do you want to plug anything before we go? I don't know. You can follow me on Instagram at Greg Cantaldi. I don't know. Everything's on there yeah, that yeah, I'm working on. Yeah, like everyone says the same thing. Like, yeah, just my Instagram. Yeah, but I, I try and I... I'm not the biggest fan of social media. Yeah. Again, we're trying to end this show, and I, I, know, I, I keep like branching it. off in this shit. <laughs> I try and put everything on there. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, you can check yeah. that out. Uh, working on our web series, mm -hmm. Bromance. Mm -hmm. and, Coming uh, soon. Yeah, hopefully we just got to finish editing. Uh, and then Oz is back. Uh, I start back up in a week. Yes, I'm so excited. And then I'll be back on national television before you know it. Yeah. All righty, guys. Thanks you for listening. This was the Shmi Podcast at Shmi Podcast on Instagram. And at Welcome to Jersey on YouTube. That's all, guys. See you next week. Bye.